This episode, Chocolate Sorbet. Welcome. I'm Bruce Weinstein. I'm the chef in Bruce and Mark. Hey there, and I'm Mark Scarborough. I'm the writer. I may be the chef, but today I'm getting out of the kitchen. Because I've got a secret. As a writer, I haven't cooked a thing in years. That's about to change. Mark's headed into the kitchen. Remember, he's a writer, and he gets easily distracted, usually by bourbon. Hey, watch it. I'm doing the cooking. And I'm going to help you out. And I'm going to guide him, and I'm going to give him tips, and I'm going to judge him. And so after 25 books, he can finally say, Hey, I f***ing made that. The only problem with making ice cream in sorbet is the heat. It's summer, it's hot, and I'm standing at the stove. Oh, it's good for you. What's in your saucepan? I'm bringing three cups of water, one and a quarter cups of sugar, and three tablespoons of light, that's the clear corn syrup, to a boil over high heat. And I need to boil this for two minutes. And there's no chocolate yet, mm. and so I'm worried. Don't I mean, be worried. we're getting close to a boil. <laughs> we're almost there. It's just starting to boil, it's okay. and I'm still worried. Don't worry. You're boiling this to create almost like a nice, richer sugar syrup. But don't worry about the chocolate. It's coming. All right. This is one of two chocolate sorbet recipes that we have in our book, The Ultimate Ice Cream Book. Yeah. That book came out in 1999. It was our first book together. And it has sold a quarter million 26 copies. 26 books yeah. ago. Yeah. It's a great book, and there are 500 recipes in that book and two chocolate sorbets. One of them is a dark and rich and chewy, and then there's this one, which is actually a lighter and creamier one. And I chose this one because this not only has cocoa in it, which almost all chocolate sorbets do, this also has chocolate in it. So we're adding cocoa butter. And that fat starts to give you the mouthfeel of ice cream, which I really love. So your syrup has been boiling, and it's great right. because yep. you've given it some more viscosity. And so now you're ready for the next step. Lower the heat a bit, and you're going to whisk in two-thirds of a cup of unsweetened cocoa. Right, unsweetened cocoa. We, we're not talking about hot chocolate mix. If you're mixing up <laughs> cocoa and hot chocolate mix, then maybe <laughs> cooking isn't the right activity for you. <laughs> So good. You've mixed that in good. And you're going to simmer that slowly, whisking it for two minutes. After that two minutes, you'll whisk in two ounces of semi-sweet chocolate. So this is the chocolate you talked about. So it does have cocoa in it. For And what does the cocoa do for us? The cocoa gives us that rich, rich chocolate flavor. The semi-sweet chocolate is going to add a lot of body and mouthfeel by adding a little more chocolate flavor, a little sugar, but most importantly, it's adding that cocoa butter. Okay, so I've used two ounces of semi-sweet chocolate. Can I use semi-sweet chocolate chips? You can. It's a scant half a cup. Great. And I whisk that until it's smooth, and then... Then we're going to chill it for a few hours. I was really afraid you were going to say that. While the sorbet mixture is chilling, let's talk through a couple of tricks and tips for making the best frozen treats. Right. You notice that we put light corn syrup in this sorbet, and I know a lot of people are opposed to corn syrup for a lot of reasons, and I certainly don't want to eat much of it. Now, now we're not putting high fructose corn syrup. We are putting corn syrup in here, but why? Because we want the sorbet to be creamy and not icy, and sor- and sorbet needs to be almost like the ice cream for dairy-free people, and so you've got to get rid of the iciness, and corn syrup does a great job at giving a good mouthfeel, but egg whites also can work if you beat them, and we have recipes that call for a meringue that you fold in, um, and gelatin is another thing right. that's often used 
um, to help give a good mouthfeel to these things. All right, it's all about, there's that technical culinary word. Mouthfeel. Mouthfeel. Love that word. So I guess we should say, well, it's chilling too, what a sorbet well, actually you is. Say what a sorbet, a sorbet is. is used to be, no, let me just say, a sorbet used to be a dairy-free frozen dessert. Generally, some kind of fruit juice or fruit puree with sugar and frozen up, just like you would freeze up ice cream churned up to yeah. be frozen. These days, of course, you can find goat cheese sorbet and honey yogurt sorbet. Is that really sorbet? Well, I think what sorbet has come to mean is creamless. It doesn't have any cream in it. Listen, I'm not going to fight with chefs who make goat cheese sorbet. I don't care. What what I do care about is that sorbet is generally considered brighter in its flavor. Is that fair? Sure, it's not More, as mouth coating. It not right. It doesn't have that tongue coating consistency yeah. of ice cream or frozen custard or Philadelphia style ice cream or anything like right. that. Um, so I, I guess that's what sorbet has come round to. Although this isn't very bright, this this chocolate sorbet, it's pretty this rich is, and this thick. is rich and thick and creamy. This gives you the feeling you're eating cream, and that's one of the things I love about it. But here's a tip: if you want to make this even richer and even creamier, no matter what kind of ice cream machine you're using, make sure the dasher, you know, the thing inside that turns, and the lid, and any component that you could take off the machine before you use it is in the freezer. Right. Store them in the freezer. Let them live in there if you have room, because the colder they are, the faster it's going to happen. That's really the problem here. We're trying to churn air into a mixture as it freezes, but not too much air. That's what your ice cream machine is doing. So by freezing these things, the dash or the lid, we can actually make this all happen more quickly and we can get more of that you know, that premium ice cream, premium sorbet consistency that's dense and rich yep. rather than foamy and airy. And one more thing about this chocolate sorbet, um, we add vanilla in it, but we don't add the vanilla when the mixture is hot. We let it cool down first. Why? Because heat has a way of destroying all the subtleties of vanilla. And if you put vanilla in a hot mixture, yeah, you'll still taste vanilla, but you're going to lose the floral notes and all the tops and bottoms on them. So we'll let it cool then we'll stir in the vanilla, then we'll chill it even more. So we chilled it about an hour or so until it was really cold. Frozen dessert sure do take patience. Yeah, something I see around here in short supply. Uh, I'm just glad we don't have kids. Well, we may not have kids, but some of us certainly act like kids. Watch it. You're going to eat it the moment it's ready, aren't you? Half spoon, must consume sorbet. All right, I have to say something about how you know when it's done. All right. Um, you're looking in the machine, you see that it's turning, and you see it's mounding up really nice on the dasher in the middle. It's even pulling away from the sides. Well, that's a time where you could stick a spoon in it and see if you like the way it is. So I will actually let you stick a spoon in it. <laughs> now? Yes, now. All right, look at that. That's holding its shape nicely. That is really mm. good. I can't wait to taste it. Mm-hmm. I'm each to it. I'm. Oh, um, yum. That's really good. Um, it's kind it, of amazing how creamy it is. Now, we didn't add any salt to this. No, we? I didn't add salt this time, although salt usually ups the sweet flavor and things. I, I know, wanted, I love salt. I know, I just wanted pure chocolate on mm. this. And I, I, to me, you. Oh, wow. I believe that this has cream in it. Well, okay, no. Uh, as a cream lover, <laughs> as someone who believes butter is a beverage and all things creamy are delicious. Now, I wouldn't believe it has cream in it, but it is incredibly creamy, yes. smooth, and it's rich. It's partly, I think, the way the corn syrup messes with it a bit. Yep. But it's also just that 
melted chocolate plus the cocoa. It's a double hit, right? Yeah, it's, it is. It's the it's because we added chocolate, so there's cocoa butter in it, and there is fat in this, which isn't always in sorbet. Right, That's what makes it so great. Right. We should serve this sorbet with that malt frozen custard from the podcast two weeks ago. Oh, is there any left? We should make some more malt frozen custard so we can serve this sorbet with it. This recipe for chocolate sorbet is from our book, The Ultimate Ice Cream Book. You'll find it on our website, bruceandmark.com, right under the recipe tab. To hear us cook through more recipes, catch this podcast every Friday. And if you want to hear us debunk a culinary myth every week, we take one down and knock it out. Check out the short version of this podcast, Cooking with Bruce and Mark, every Tuesday. If you like what you've heard, please rate us or please subscribe. It's the only way others will find us. We want to be in this together. We need you. Yeah, so check it out. Chocolate sorbet. It's so creamy and light, you won't miss the heavy cream, which means you'll have more for the frozen malt custard you're going to make to go with it.